Rom companion. Rom companion. Rom com. Companion. Rom companion. Rom companion. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Rom Companion, the podcast you can listen to alongside your favorite rom coms. As always, I am your host, David, and as you may be able to hear, I'm in a pretty good mood. That's because we're about to watch uh, one of my favorite rom-coms of all time. Uh, It is 2001's The Wedding Planner. And I don't have an official list, you know, like written down or anything, but Wedding Planner is definitely in my top 10. It came out when I was a little kid, you know, 11 years old. And I don't know how I saw it the first time. It might have been just like during summer break or um, when I was like homesick from school or something, but I definitely remember catching it uh, early on as a kid during the daytime, probably on, you know, HBO or something and just really being pulled in by it. And uh, a lot of these things, a lot of these, uh, you know, elements of the movie, which we're going to dive into, like they stick with me. So like a lot of what you're hearing, a lot of this commentary will be from an 11 year old, uh, David just wondering, what the heck? And, you know, also like the good stuff too, like, oh, that's fun. I like that. Um, but in any case, yeah, like uh, uh, Wedding Planner, I'm just so glad we got a chance to do this. Um, you know, one of the main reasons why I want to do, you know, like the wedding season movies is so that I could squeeze in the Wedding Planner. So um, without any further ado, let's go ahead and get this podcast started. Uh, I have it queued up here. So let's go ahead and, you know, uh, start at the same time. Yeah. All right. Counting down. Five, four, three, two, one. Play. All right. So I just got to really quickly just say this to, um, you know, one of the reasons why I think I love this movie so much it's got two of my favorite rom-com, uh, you know, actors, stars, uh, ever. You know, you get the incomparable Matthew McConaughey, which we've already kind of done a couple of movies before, and J Lo. Um, I've, I've I've said this multiple times. You all know how I feel about J Lo. Love J Lo. To me, she was the first actress growing up where it was like she had her own genre of movies. You know, like nowadays we may have like. Melissa McCarthy movies or like Kevin Hart movies, right? Kind of like movies that are tailor fit to a star. For me, growing up, that was a J Lo movie. So uh, that's what we're gonna have. We're gonna have our, our very first, the very first J Lo movie, in my opinion. Um, but here you can see, kind of like what we saw uh, last week's episode in Bride Wars, little girls fantasizing about their dream weddings, right? I don't know how true this is, but it's a rom com trope. That's, you know, tried and true. I'm not going to fight it. I think it's fun. Little girl playing with her Barbie dolls, having this dream wedding. Uh, And just really doing the damn thing, right? Look at her. She's got everybody in here. So she's always dreamed of being a wedding planner. Pretty awesome vows, if you ask me. And then boom. The luckiest girl in the world. 
so that's um she was even more nervous Bree Turner if you guys remember her from um no I don't uh ugly truth she was the rom-com best friend and here you can kind of see what I like I like the when you show them at work so here's here's JLo at work listen to her you're the envy of your future sister-in-law, Janice, whom I overheard say at the last gown fitting, look at those thighs. I'd kill for Tracy's thighs. She's a pro. She knows exactly what to say, exactly what to do to, to you know, you have the take the jitters man. off. A man who, when he walked into rehearsal dinner the other day, said, I can't believe she picked me. I can't believe I'm marrying the most beautiful woman I've ever seen. What a consummate professional, right? Like, compare this to Candace Bergen's character uh, in Last uh, in Bride Wars, right? Like, a day and night, we can see why she's the top of the line. We can see why she does Whitney Houston's wedding. And, you know, to be honest, she's probably, like, doing more than any wedding planner I've ever seen in my life, you know? Um, I don't know if wedding planners do stuff like this, but look at her, just killing the game. Keep to areas A, B, and E. I don't want any interference with the video team. So, um, real quickly, I just want to say, I know who you're looking for. One of the things I love the most about this movie is that, you know, this is, like I mentioned, I consider this to be the very first J-Lo movie because... Previous to this, JLo's career was kind of all over the place. Like, she did Selena, which I think made her a breakout star. But then, like, after that, she was doing movies like Anaconda, Out of Sight, The Cell, you know, Angel Eyes. Uh, they were kind of like more in like the adult thriller, right? Or like adult drama side. And that's not JLo. We all know JLo. JLo's great at rom com. So I think this is her first rom com. And. Uh, again, just knocked out of the park, and and because of this, came you know came enough. Made in Manhattan, Geely, Jersey Girl, right? Like, thank you for this movie, launching a, a whole career path for um, J Lo. Not that she wasn't already doing really well; she was already a like top singer. I was going to say singer-songwriter. I don't think she writes her own songs, but she was like a pop star, you know? Penny, send over the FOB. I did, 15 minutes ago. I love how she also has these, like, little acronyms. FOB. Call me up north. The FOB is MIA. Uh, little TLAs, three-letter acronyms here. No, 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 no. Count to 100 and then start again, okay? But what's great about her is, again, like, just a pro. This is a really good introduction to her character. Uh, and it's a strong character, guys. I think I mentioned this before. JLo, she's best when she's playing these strong protagonists. So here she is, kind of orchestrating and fixing this wedding. And Candace Bergen couldn't even move a simple date. Am I right? <laughs> hey, guys, we're on. Tom, come on, put your jackets on. She like owns this uh, uh, figuratively. She's like figuratively owning this venue. I love her little tool belt too. Her little um, uh, utility belt full of all this stuff. 
well, a great detail. Like it was yesterday. Who are you? I'm the wedding planner. Boom. What a great uh, introduction to our character here, right? You got the flashback, and then now we have it. So that's our uh, protagonist, the wedding planner. Um, J-Lo usually is the title character of her um, of all these movies. And there's Judy Greer playing the rom-com best friend. Uh, maybe this is like one of her first turns as a rom-com best friend too. But of course, we've already talked about her. She's been in plenty of our rom-coms. She's the, the best rom-com best friend ever. She must lead such a romantic life. I do like this too. Like, she by day is just this... Wow, she's locking up. She's locking up that apartment really, real good. Um, yeah, like you know, but by day she lives, leads this amazing life. But you can see by night, she's a very controlled person. Look at her. She's still got her shirts tucked in. She has a prepackaged salad. Bit of a type A, which I, I get, which is great. But we kind of see like, oh no, she's single. Why is she single? Maybe because she's a bit of a control. Uh, uh, Whatever. Like, I bet you she counts bites that she takes. <laughs> Again, that's JLo, baby. I just thought about something. I just thought about something. Like, I was gonna say, well, why doesn't she eat uh, at the dining table, right? Like, someone, surely someone as organized and as proper as she, as her, she would be eating at the dining table. Why is she eating at the living room on a tray? And I just realized, uh, it's because she's single. It's because she'd, she'd be, you know, eating in the dining room in silence. So she eats at the television. And then I just got a super depressing thought about myself, too, as to why I've always eating in front of a TV. No, no, oh, it's Alex, it's cuz I'm lonely as fuck. Oh, okay. Got it. Uh, and then here we have uh, a little bit more backstory about her. You can see that she's got uh, this guy. This guy drives me nuts. His name is Alex Rocco. Now listen to him. I found you a man who has agreed to marry you. Oh my so this is a if very alive, famous actor, Alex dead, Rocco, but his performance in this particular role, I don't know if it's always you like this, Remember? but this take that he has, oh, it's like he's reading the these lines for these first times, I you know? I him on New Arrivals Night at the Sicilian Association. Oh, this is the most wonderful day of my life. Uh. <laughs> you must bring me to him at once. No need. So I don't. So she's just, she's being sarcastic. He doesn't get it. I don't think I knew if that was sarcastic as a kid too. I was like, oh, this is dope. This is where the rom com's gonna start. Here's our meet cute. Uh, but it wasn't. <laughs> but yeah, like this. I don't know. Great actor, Alex Rocco. Oh my god. Making some weird choices for this this character. Maria. You remember Massimo? <laughs> oh, that mud did him good. 
The last time I see you, you were and then here's strong a, and ugly, and uh, your head was too big for your body. Ah, uh, this is <laughs> this is Justin Ta Chambers, if you remember, from uh, Grey's Anatomy. And I don't know if he's still on Grey's Anatomy, but um. I want uh, three songs. Garden of Tomatoes. Look at this guy's. He's making some wild choices too, in terms of his uh, accent. Maria, wait, Maria. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh, but yeah, there's our meet cute for um, uh, Massimo and uh, uh, J Lo. And here's the thing, guys. I'm pretty sure everyone here is probably thinking like. Or like as, as we watch it now, we watch it now, and we're like, oh, like Massimo's probably. Uh, uh, I don't know. I am. We think he's a loser because I think J Lo rejects him. J Lo rejects him. Uh, and uh, you know, I guess here's what, here's what I'm trying to say. Here's what I'm trying to say. Why? What is he? What is she? What like? We'll talk about it later, I guess. There's a there's a there's a thought there, but I don't want to like blow it yet. I don't want to blow uh, my my thesis, whatever, from Massimo. <laughs> so I'll leave it here for now. Thank you so much. put her wedding announcement in the society pages. Why? Because you can see again. Uh, uh, this is like a really big, fancy uh, wedding planner agency or whatever. Again, probably bigger than it needs to be. I'm pretty sure most event management or event planning uh, companies are are uh, 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 like small operations, like one or two people. This is like a whole little thing with like. Dozens of people oh. bustling around. I already made contact. Mm -hmm. They're coming to the Copeland wedding to see my work. I'm gonna nail this account, Jerry. We'll be in every major. <laughs> Could nail this account. It'll be our biggest event ever. Good. And when I pull it off, you're gonna make me a partner. A partner? Yes. Look at her. Look at her making these big boss moves. I love. Like how strong of a character she is, right? Compare this character to any other rom-com lead we've seen so far, right? Like the ugly truth may have been the only other character like that would maybe match J Lo and like just how confident and assertive she is. But look at this. I made the big plans. Okay, I made the sacrifices. You also never made any money. Ooh, big boss move. Wow. Until I came along. Look, I've been here for five years, Jerry. I bring in more revenue than all of your other wedding planners combined. That's great. Times five. Man, at that point, you should just open up your own business, I would say. I would say that, yeah, like, for her, she's aiming kind of low. I would just, I would, if she's that impressive, I would just branch off on my own. Of course, if I nailed the Donnelly account and you made me a partner, you'd save me the trouble of designing my own letterhead. Let me see. <laughs> you're gonna be a partner. I gotta get the account first. Oh, please, Mary, you're totally gonna get the account. The Greenberg marriage lasted one year, two months. You win the pot Thank again. You. How do you do it? I was more than four years off. So you can and see she's you, not exactly a romantic. <laughs> she kind of bets against her clients, which is kind of mean. <laughs> Mary, you haven't been on a date in two years. Your point? My point is she's married to her job. 
Okay, so here's part of this. Right? It's Justin Chambers. He's a pretty cute guy. Uh, accent aside. Which is what Which is what young kids do. So, like, she really hates him. I'm going to say I'm just going to say it, guys. She really just doesn't like Massimo because I think it's because he's a foreigner. Maybe he wanted to be a doctor. Besides, you do have a vagina. Hello. See, and like Judy Greer's on my side. You know? There's no need to you have enough happiness to be so against him. Sweet. Enough trials. That's why I read it as. I read it as she does not want to marry a enough foreigner. Keep you happy. Enough friends to give you comfort. Give you comfort. Enough determination. And enough determination. To make each day, to make each day a better day. A better day than yesterday. And yesterday. Now raise your glass. Congratulations, you guys. I love you both. Woo! Boom. What? You think Kissinger came up with his own stuff? You just fed the best man his speech. And then here is our romantic rival. Here is uh, Bridget Wilson. Uh, I don't know how it works. Bridget Wilson Sampras Nay Wilson. I don't know how the whole Nay thing works, but it's Bridget Wilson who's married to Pete Sampras. People just die. He should be here by now. Well, most grooms are NIDs. This she should have been in more rom coms. I think the only rom com she was in is like Billy Madison. Oh, come on, I want you to meet my parents. Okay. Love stinks. I feel like I've seen that one. Mary, meet my parents, Kitty and Jack. Hi. Yeah, she's not in that many rom coms, which I think she could have been a, a big rom com star if she wanted to. Actually, it's Ted. Mother, She's got romantic rival written all over her, doesn't she? <laughs> mm, you give my little girl whatever she wants. No expense spare. Yes, and I'll be faxing you a list of the songs I'll be performing at the reception. Oh, and, and none of those mini egg rolls. We've got a lot of important people coming. We've got an impression to make. We haven't hired her yet. And, Mother, as previously discussed in detail, you won't be singing at the wedding. <laughs> Uh, um, I'm sorry. So boom! Look at this account. Look how fancy and they are. She has a tattoo of an extremely. It, it's okay, um, Penny. I want you to meet the Donnellys. This is one of my associates, Penny. Pleasure. Hello. Um, you know what I need you to do? I need you to go to the office and uh, prepare the Murdoch file. Ooh, Murdoch, as in discretion. Oh. The Murdoch files. Mm -hmm. Right. What a what a player! Wedding woman or a hustler? I don't know what I want to call that, but she lied, you know. Well, um, now having met you, look at this pro at work here. Off the top of my head, let's see. She's planned so many weddings as Barbie with Barbies. Look at her; she got this like. They should have added more CGI. They should have this whole like Sherlock Holmes moment where like she kind of like <laughs> has like moving figures and moving uh, uh, words and flowers, <laughs> building out this mind palace of a of a wedding. Look at all of them. They're just like, oh my goodness, she's amazing. <laughs> she just brainstormed a wedding out of. You know, thin air. They're going for June. I know. Jeez, what's with people getting married in June in three months? It's so sudden. Um. Anyways, check this out. I don't know about this. I I remember asking. Okay, so here's 11-year-old David. Take the shoe off. 
Take the shoe off. <laughs> David, take the shoe off. Just take the shoe off. And then boom, taxi driver hits this dumpster. And then... How... How... How fast do you think... How much time do you think she has, right, for this, right? She has a good 10, 20 seconds. Leave the shoe. Let the dumpster... Let the dumpster pass by. And then get your shoe later on. Look at this. Homegirl's about to die for a shoe. Not to mention a lot of other people could have been hurt by that oh, okay? dumpster, right? Are you okay? Cars, pedestrians. Uh, but here's Matthew McConaughey okay. saving the day. And here's our meet cute. You experiencing any? He you saved her life, you? but like for the dumbest reason, <laughs> right? Like, like. How much does does a shoe like that possibly cost? Thank Not your you life. Oh, check good. out McConaughey. And there's something Don't I just want to point out about McConaughey here. Uh, forgive me. Just forgive me for saying so, but I had to point it out. Because this is young McConaughey. This is early McConaughey, right? Look at the hair. Look at the hairline on McConaughey. See a dumpster there? And then compared to like the McConaughey we know now, right? Look at that hairline of a young. How old was he in this movie? Let me see. You saved. Uh, born in 1969. This movie came out in 2001. So he's like 31, 32 years old, right? Uh, and he's like 50 years now. His hairline grew back? I don't know, guys. That's all I'm going to say. Um, but yeah, he's, he's very young, very charming, very handsome. Just like this. He saved her life and he's just using that, that Texas accent, you know. I got you. It's gonna be all right. Everything's gonna be all right. <laughs> and then I don't know why she passes out. Maybe because he tackled her. <laughs> this is a uh, peak, peak uh, McConaughey sound effect acting. It's kind of most of his <laughs> his early performances just making weird noises. Children's ward of St. Vincent's Hospital. I'm your doctor. Why not stop? Uh -huh. She hates kids. <laughs> I'm paralyzed. I'm paralyzed. Are you moving just in terms of like being on paper, let's just talk about this character real quick. Saved his life, or saved her life. Uh, kind of fun and charming. And then also great with kids. Like, Steve Edison, who is not like in love, of, uh, in love with uh, Steve Edison already, right, by now. I've never met anyone who alphabetized her credit cards before. Okay, here's the skinny on you. Your x-rays are fine. Hemoglobin levels are normal. We're just waiting on your cat scan to be processed. The only reason why she would be unconscious is because he tackled her so hard. Right? <laughs> got a big neck. I have a big neck. I don't know. No, don't get me wrong. It's a fine neck. It's just I haven't had a patient over the age of six in three years, so. Oh. <laughs> what happened to your hand? 
Um, my hand. You fell on it. Big neck. Man, this guy. It's like a football game. He hurt himself. He hurt her. All for once of a shoe. <laughs> it's almost as if here's what I'm gonna say. It's almost as if he saved her life in the most. Um, I don't want to say violent way possible, but like, right? Like if he would have just pushed her, then she'd be okay. And then they would never talk again. But if he tackled her and gave her a concussion, then they're forced to exchange numbers, right? He's a doctor, so he knew, he knows what he's doing, right? When you knock someone down, it's like, oh, uh, I'm a young lady. I better get you checked out here. I better, uh, I better get you a CAT scan. So I don't know if his, his act of altruism is truly that benevolent. I think this is a move of his, you know? Girl you have there. Who? Your uh, girlfriend. Oh, no, that's, that's my sister. Yeah, and I guess you could say she's modern. Uh, the last time I saw her, she had a, a spike through her chin. Oh, my. <laughs> what I don't understand is how she got near the dumpster. And what happened with the shoe today? Did they... Oh, my God. Oh, my God, you're alive. What a loyal friend. So oh, and I do, I I do love the... What's it called? The wing wing woman move she pulled. Look at her. Boom, wing woman. She zeroed in on the target. I love it. I wouldn't exactly call it a rescue. I mean, she was the right place, right time. Certainly took his time. Could have pushed her out of the way, but instead he waited to the last second so he could tackle her. Penny? Are you okay? <laughs> Fabulous. Penny Nicholson, nice to meet you. Man, McConaughey's handsome, but I don't know if he is like you know, what's it called? Lost for words, speechless. He's not exactly speechless handsome, is he? Are you working late tonight? But look at her. Listen to her work her magic. Great. Uh um, you know, Mary and I were gonna go to Golden Gate Park. They show old movies on the side of the museum, and uh, you should come with us. Boom, making a date. But listen to him. Listen to what he says. Oh, you you don't you don't want me to go? No, no. Look at him flirting. Is this professional? What's going on? The truth is, Doctor, that I've uh, I've been thinking about a career in medicine. She's great. Or whatnot, and. What an amazing uh, wing woman. Okay. So, um, we just have to get to, into it, guys. We just have to get into it. Uh, uh, we all know the twist. I'm not going to ruin it. Uh, this isn't going to ruin it. This dude is, is engaged to, to Fran, right? To, to Bridget, Bridget Wilson. So, check this out. He's cheating. I don't know. I don't know. What, I don't know what else to say. I don't know what else to say. This guy's cheating. We all saw it in the in the trailer. This guy's acting unbecoming. He's being untoward. I don't like this. Right? Like we're we're supposed to cheer for this guy because he's a doctor. I don't like him. Uh, 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 but we're not supposed to know that yet. Okay. We're not supposed to know that yet. Okay. So we're still in meet cute mode. Right? He knows what's going on. She set it up. She's leaving. And now it's a date. So, like, he knows what she's doing. And she knows what she's doing. And, you know, we all know what's going on. Friends, brothers, godmothers, gonna be okay. No, I have reserved seating. Dude's engaged. 
engaged. Thanks for guarding my tree. Oh, yes, I'm guarding your tree, and there's your blanket right down in your tree I kept for you. Thank you, Bert. This is Steve Edison. Steve, how do you do? Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you, Bert. Remember this uh, old guy from the... Bert? Old guy from the old folks' home, right? He's a doctor. Well, I get to hear it. See you at the scrabble practice, kid. Okay. <laughs> sorry, I'm so sorry about that. A scrabble practice. Ah. Please, don't ask. Whoa, she's got a nice fancy setup, man. Look at that nice ass tree with the blanket on. It's very romantic. He knows what's going on, though. He can't play stupid. She can play stupid because she doesn't know. He can't play stupid because he's engaged. And then, oh, get ready for this part. Get ready for this part. I, I fucking hate this part. First of all, he's spilling his M&Ms all over the place. Seriously, I mean, how'd you get into it? I've never met anyone. I love how they're trying to make Scrabble quirky, even though it's like one of the most popular like board games ever. And after my mom died, my dad just became like obsessed with the game and wanted me to play with him. I just realized J Lo, they're making a play an Italian woman. C O O L. Okay, here's so here he's throwing away all those M&Ms, right? Listen to his stupid fucking reason for that. This guy's a doctor, by the way. I only eat the, the brown ones. Listen to why he only eats brown M&Ms. Because I figure they have less artificial coloring. Because chocolate's already brown. He's an idiot. Because M&Ms have a candy shell. So if you ever like, have ever like. Uh, you know, eating an M&M. Well, they're all artificial coloring. It is white. The candy shell is white. And do you know what color has, like, technically the most artificial coloring? Is brown, right? Because brown contains all other colors. So he's actually eating the M&Ms with the most artificial coloring. What an idiot. This guy's a doctor. And also, I don't think there's anything wrong with artificial coloring. I'm sorry. <laughs> Again, this is a rant that I've had stored up since I was 11 years old. Uh, I love this uh, uh, rom-com, but Steve Edison infuriates me as a rom-com uh, <laughs> uh, uh, protagonist. I'm sorry. Woo, so J-Lo just having this great, beautiful night, this beautiful date. Look at her. She knows what she wants. Yeah, baby. He should say no. He should say no. I've been dancing quite some time. But he's gonna give her. Look at this. Look at the way they write this. They write it so they try to take the agency out of him, right? Try to like take get him off the hook. You're not off the hook, my friend. Oh, it's too late. But so far, this is like again a really sweet romantic. Guys, let me tell you. First time I saw it. <laughs> the twist got me. The twist got me. Uh, I'm sorry to like talk about it so soon, but I have to. But like, everything he's doing is so messed up. Just admit, think about your friend, right? Could you imagine like your friend has a boyfriend like this or a fiance like this? Ugh. Oh, you're gay. And then she's homophobic. This guy's gay just for dancing. I dance. Am I gay? She wanted me to be Fred Astaire, you know. I wanted to be Marcus Welby. 
So now you're a little bit of both. <laughs> this is like a really great date, by the way. This date is better than like any. Fr I'm just gonna tell on myself right now. Like this date's better than any first date I've ever been on, right? From tackling her to the kids' doctor to the movies to the dancing. Like, if this was any other movie, right? We'd be like, oh, okay, yeah, they're gonna end up together. This is great. This is amazing. This is perfect. This is a great rom com. And then uh, when you find out that he's engaged, you're like, it, it, it makes it all the worse. It makes you root against him, against him even more, doesn't it? My next Scrabble match is Look at this. She's letting him in. Little Miss Control Freak, Little Miss Boxed Salad, uh, a dinner by herself in front of the TV. Look, look at her letting him in, you know? You know what I'm seeing? I, th I think I'm doing this. Okay, I need to slow down. <laughs> I need to relax. Let me just yeah, cool it for a second. I'm projecting myself onto J-Lo, right? That's who I am. I'm type A. I'm a control freak. I have walls. I don't let anyone in. And when I see this, I'm just like, oh, this is perfect. This is great. Look at her letting him in. This is really sweet and romantic. Look at her going for this kiss, right? This kiss would have been perfect, but we have the rain. It's gonna rain on her parade, on her picnic, so to speak. We know what's gonna happen. What a flash flood. That is insane how quickly they started raining. Um, so yeah, right? Like, uh, pretty much a perfect night. Pretty much a perfect day. Whoa. I am thinking teal for my bridesmaids. All her meetings happen outside of weddings? <laughs> Good morning, Earth to Mary. What is up with you? You're different. Look at her, look at her change. I think, I think uh, we're almost at the end of the first act, but like you can kind of see like how happy she is. Where are we? Like a fool. Like around the 30 minute mark, all right? So we're right on there. We're about to enter the second act here. But you can see, yeah, like, that's who she is. And then meeting this guy has changed her. Now she's all giggly. She's unprofessional. She's not focused on her clients. It's very un jlo like Oh, is that her F-bomb? I think that I think Judy Greer got her F-bomb here. Right? It is like a fairy uh, fairy tale. I've been so out of the whole dating relationship with you. You know those who can't do teach? Those who can't wed. Plan. Hmm. With my help, you could marry this man three months. Mary, I have totally lost control. Will you please, please, please help me? No, Penny, if you can't beat him. What has gotten into you? She met a guy. You met a guy? <gasps> you mean? <gasps> Get him. Look how happy they all are, right? This is so fun. But we all know what's coming up. All right, let's call this Act Two now. What a what a crazy transition, crazy fade. So I guess this is the dance lesson. I guess she facilitates this too. She even facilitates the the dance lessons. Yeah, what is she doing here? Oh my God, I'm so embarrassed. I may be a hell of a businesswoman, but when I dance, I look like a retarded string bean. <laughs> I thought your class wasn't until Thursday, though. I know. We had to change it. What but is she doing here? Perfect. You can finally meet Eddie. Come here. Eddie. Eddie. Here it is, baby. 
Here it is. Boom! The betrayal! I'm betrayed! Right? Why are we gonna shit on Massimo? Massimo didn't do anything wrong. This guy, doing lots of things wrong. Look at this guy's face. Look at his shock. Look at that. And he didn't tell her about his little night at the movies either, so he lied to her. He lied to her. Oh my, he's his own fiance. We know he's sneaking around, right? Because she would have put two and two together. If JLo's like, I met this guy at the movies, and then this guy's like, I went to the movies last night, she would have been like, oh my gosh, same movie? Right? But that didn't happen. And then uh, the rest of the movie <laughs> is just going to be Bridget Wilson uh, excusing herself so that they can have um, a conversation. They hang out with each other, pretty much. There you go. There you go. Uh, now, here's what I'd like. All my lovely couples, dancing partners, paired up in twos, okay. ready to dance. Okay. Why is J-Lo here? I Did it say why she's at this dance lesson? Is there a problem in the room? Pronto, people, I'd like us to still be young when this class is over. Darling, I understand you're busy. I'm busy, too. You're holding up the class. Oh, she's with him. All right. And Mary, watch out for his thumb. He heard it saving some old lady. Saving some old lady. That's an interesting choice of words. Wallflowers, it's time to blossom and bloom. Prior engagement. That's, that's clever. I didn't get that one when I was a kid. That's pretty good. It's my firm belief we must conquer one's fears. Now, I have to gauge what I am dealing with, so I will play music, you will dance, and I will observe. Okay, Renee? Yes, thank you. Boom, let her have it. You like to dance. Sound familiar? Dance, yeah. Dang, dancing without her consent. Fred Willard, what okay, kind of huh? business are you running? You told me your name was Steve. Oh, it is Steve. My last name is Edison. Fran calls me Eddie. It's Steve Edison. How about common cheating, hey, sleazy hey. son? I agree. I agree. This guy's so sleazy. Look at her killing it, though. She's like the emoji woman. The dancing emoji woman. On my way to meet Fran and our wedding planner, which you turn out to be. Why are they taking dancing lessons when he's really good? He said he's been taking lessons since he was a kid, so why? Why are they taking dancing lessons? I see it all the time. You see. Yeah. And she's kind of calling it too. She knows this guy doesn't want to get married, right? You think you want to get married? But you don't. She's got him spot on. He's looking to get some hot pepper wherever you can. Mary, you have no idea what you were talking about. Yeah? Yeah. She's got you pegged. Why did Steve go to the movies with you? Let's see. First of all, Steve likes the movies. This guy's got like multiple personalities. He's talking to himself in the third person. That's a coping mechanism, right? That's how he justifies this to himself. What are you talking about? You think you can double talk your way out of this? Throw me off your scent? This is so well written. This whole like choreography dance, choreography, uh, choreographed dance, and they're kind of like this verbal, verbal uh, tango with one another. I love it. I didn't. I did not. You said Steve would like to dance. And even if I did, I'm not the one who's engaged. Boom! Got him, J Lo. She's allowed to dance with whoever she wants. Yeah, right. Oh, I love it. This guy's a scumbag. This lovely couple, they have it. They know what it takes. Yes. 
We need to powwow. <laughs> they went all the way to those dance lessons and As she didn't get a single dance it, lesson. I went, of course, everybody knows that it's the place to get married. They sure. weren't even there learning. They were just there to show off their ballroom dancing skills. Right I already have. We have reservations for this weekend. But you're going to have to take off Friday. Friday? Friday's no, not good for me. I have a diverticulitis seminar that I've had planned for okay. months now. Okay, Saturday. Saturday. Yeah. Saturday. All right, Mary? They don't act like nice they're in love, day. right? Nice to meet you. Thank <laughs> for the dance. And we'll let Pleasure. you know. They have, like, no goes. chemistry Wait, whatsoever. What are you talking about? She's coming with us. I'm coming. She's coming? <clears throat> yes. You are not quitting the Donnelly wedding. She should. This is really unprofessional. This is, uh, what's it called? Conflict of interest. There's one good reason to quit a wedding, and that's if you break the cardinal rule, which is ridiculous because we both know you did not fall in love with the groom. Homegirl, just admit it. You did. Just say you did. It's okay. He, he seduced you. It's okay to say it. Yeah, so she fell in love with him. Switch it. Switch with Kathy. Uh, Najimi and call it a day. I love this. It's the doctor. <laughs> I'm confused. Is it the doctor or did you fall for the groom? No, the doctor is the groom. The groom is the doctor. The doctor is Fran Donnelly's fiance. Boom. The dumpster girl is your wedding planner? Yes. I'm in hell. Look at this. This guy's telling uh, everyone about it. Calling her dumpster girl. <laughs> and I love them kind of like, okay, summarize it. Summarize what's going on, right? He's married. Uh, he's engaged to the client. And I had to get this. Uh, I had to get this account to become partner, right? So I love it. It is a mistake to marry Fran. Yes. Just what does he even see in Fran? What if what I think is great really is great? But it's not as great as something greater. Easy, McConaughey. You will go through with this wedding. Why? Because you deserve this partnership. You've earned it. You're right. Of course I'm right. Of course you're right. Your feelings for her, that's not chemistry. That's anxiety. It's nature. It's natural. Yeah. Natural. These freaking boys, these golfers, and the feelings that I have for trying to justify cheating. Not something that can be swept away in one night with one dance. Not gonna happen. What the hell was I thinking? You were thinking wrong. I was thinking wrong, man. I was being a jackass. Come on, Steve. And I can treat that jackass like any other faceless groom. And that's just what I'm gonna do. Why? Because he's nothing. Because I love a challenge. Ooh, I love this. Oh, I love strong J-Lo, right? Isn't that just so much more interesting and dynamic of a character than she was in Monster-in-Law? So I thought that we had just about everything covered, but then I realized Eddie and I Gosh, three months. So I got this wedding compilation. Three months. Let's plan a wedding. Okay, here we go. I love this song. Not this song. That's uh, the Carpenter song coming up. I like it. Okay, let's let's see what else there is. It's not this one either. Uh, she probably she's heard all these songs before. She's probably over all these. That's groovy too. I like it. That's kind of cute. Like kind of not. This one. Oh my god. Olivia. 
Newton-John. Olivia Newton-John, not the Carpenters. Do you guys remember what she said earlier? Uh, I think she's gonna say it again. But nothing, it's nothing. She said like uh, couples that pick the song usually get uh, divorced later on. I think that's what she said. It's wild how uh, couples nowadays, when it comes to like picking their songs. Uh, I don't know. They don't make love songs like that anymore. They, they don't make like ballad songs anymore. They're all like breakup songs. Or James, Jason Mraz. They're all just gonna be a, everybody's uh, wedding song is um, uh, Lucky, right? Damn it. So, what happened? Didn't work out. How is that possible? I saw you three I love this. days later, and you still had started. Throw him under the bus. Do it. Well, he turned out to be the groom of one of the weddings I was planning. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? Like, yeah. spot on. That is the most disgusting thing I have ever heard. <laughs> I would hate to be a single gal with all those creeps running around out there. Yeah, friend, you're really... Homegirl put two and two together, right? Like she didn't even like cross her like her mind. Like Eddie, <laughs> is that you? I honestly love you. I suppose they'd like to see the gardens first, don't you think, Mary? Over here is where the actual ceremony would take place. Hey, it's Massimo. Everybody loves Massimo. Well, your papa tell me where you are, so I come to surprise it to you. I made this for you. Look at that. And who is this? I am her fiance. What? You're her fiance. Um. Bon giorno. I'm Massimo. I'm Steve. Something's lost in the translation because he is not her fiance. I cannot believe you didn't tell us you were engaged. Mary, you're engaged. Mary, just say something. You're so strong. You're so confident and assertive. Just say it. Look at her. This is bad writing. I don't like it when they do this. I hate it when they just talk over her. She's like, oh, what, what, da, 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 da. That's terrible. And then y'all just kind of assume. It is. Terrible. And you've gone and you found that somebody special in your life. Be honest and faithful too until the end of time, forever and ever, no matter what. Why is he so like indignant and defensive, right? Like my guy, you're still a cheater. <laughs> they think Masama to be like this weird wild animal. He's not, right? He's a nice guy, he's a very charming dude. He's just foreign. You stay with me and we will do the, the manly bonding. It's a little bit toxic. Some toxic masculinity, but whatever. He's not so bad. I mean the brides to be. Let them go do their thing. Bye bye, girl. He's wearing goggles, which has always eluded me. Uh, I think growing like later on, like now, like he's I think he's doing what's it called? Um, peacocking, right? It's like a mystery uh, uh, like the game type of thing, right? Center for the physical fitness. 
We do the bonding. What kind of venue is this that they have a fitness center? Is this like a hotel? Like a garden? Why is it like a random treadmill here? <laughs> and like of all the ways that they could have compared, like, you know, this is like a dick measuring contest, take, take right? Easy there, buddy. Well, this guy picks I running. Like I like the speed. <laughs> Master. <laughs> oh, that reminds me, I have to get my steps in later today. Run like a man, like me. That makes me like Massimo more. <laughs> I just realized, like, yeah, I kind of like Massimo more. The fact that he's in better cardiovascular condition than uh, Steve, you know? Also, the fact that he's kind of like falling for it, right? Like, it is very much like a machismo contest, but why is he falling for it? <laughs> why does he feel the need to compete with Massimo and do as many pull chin ups as he can, right? And there he is again, those sound effects. Well, forget it. This place is out. I'm not following in Herb Martin's shoddy footsteps. I didn't see a stage either. Mother. Find something bigger. Eddie, what on earth? And here they are wrestling. Eddie, <laughs> this is getting embarrassing. Good move, honey. I don't know. I feel like that was just like an extra beat they had to throw in there. Those two, say what you will, those two are in love. Like, I low-key hate them. They're kind of really annoying, right? They're probably snobs, but those two are in love. Gotta give it to them. A hard time leaving people behind. Always do the right thing. I'm sure he doesn't always do the right thing. Then. Just a something, something red river valley. Mom, <laughs> would you please shut up? <laughs> they uh, they raised a real brat in uh, Bridget Wilson. Okay, okay, okay. Who needs their kid, Fran? <laughs> Um, so I don't know where Massimo's going, but of course we have uh, Matthew McConaughey saving the day again. Why didn't Massimo try to save the day? And of course McConaughey's a, a, a great writer. I don't even know why they're here. I don't know what they're writing for. I don't know what this has to do with planning a wedding, but whatever. Maybe I just haven't been into enough weddings. I forget about the horseback riding portion of a wedding. And then boom, he's got to ride in reverse cowgirl style. Boom, that was a close one. Dang, horses can just stop like that? There you go, Massimo, this whole time. 
Letting some other guy oh save your girl? You could have been killed. You see, it's important to learn how to ride a horse. Yeah. Is it... riding back with Mary. Is it... No, really. Eddie? Why are we on horses in the first place? The good news is, I have the wine. Yeah. She's fun. Why doesn't she ride on the back of Massimo's horse? Thank you for what you did. No problem. You don't have to be all smug about it. How about a quick recap? How man? big is this wedding that they have to go all the way around this huge park or whatever this is? When in a zippy and unexpected twist, you yourself turn out to have a fiance. Now you have the nerve to call me smug? Mary, what the hell is your problem? Two wrongs will make a right, okay? Eddie. I've been doing this a long time. She can be engaged. It doesn't matter. It doesn't mean that you're not engaged. Ugh, I hate this guy. Now she's insulting the bride's uh, taste. It's pretty messed up. Oh, oh, and I honestly love you as your wedding song? You might as well commit matrimonial suicide right now. What, you want a confession in blood? Huh? All right, that night at the movie, oh, here it is. I was attracted to you. Boom. I was. You caught me. I admit it. There it is. I mean, let's see. Maybe I was a little unsure about the whole marriage thing. I then don't, don't get married, you know, my guy. I was just being a guy and an opportunity presented. Just being a guy. Line, Look at this dude. I never thought I'd see you again. You know, bottom line, nothing happened. Bottom line. Now, more than ever, I believe Fran is the one. Bottom line, if the weather was clear that night, so, you would have cheated on evidence. your fiance. Bottom line, bottom line. So mean. Hey, what's up, Massimo? He's a good singer. What's with all the, the Massimo hate, right? Why is she riding back with them instead of with Massimo? What was the point of even having Massimo there, I guess, other than to reveal um, that they're uh, uh, engaged? Look at that. Look how happy they are. Those two are a happy couple. Oh, here, right. here's where Massimo is. This little Italian Vespa. This is like borderline of like, like, uh so cartoonish. I love this. Again, here's the dad. This guy, um, he's going to say a really good speech coming up. It's one of, I remember even as a kid, as a kid, I was like, his, his upcoming speech really spoke to me, really got to me. It really defined to me. It was like, oh, it set the expectations of love. Before we get into that, listen to this guy's crazy choices. Very like lazy performance you know it's almost just like it's like hey mary we're gonna get married tonight you know it's like a lazy choice god this is like the blind date that wouldn't end he's right you're frightened by a mounting attraction for him that's disgusting 
I told you Miss Mo was full of crap. No, Miss Mo, Massimo, Massimo. Why is Please, go toast the bag or mind your own business? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why is there so much Massimo slander? Dad, you cannot push some guy at me. That's not how it works. Hey, you know that you had Ma. Yes, and I didn't meet her until the day of our wedding. What are you talking about? Boom! Right here. Listen to this. Here's Your a speech. Your mother and I had an arranged marriage. An arranged marriage. We met on the day of our wedding. We couldn't even look at each other. I was in love with another girl, mm. and your mother wanted nothing to do with me. She said I had uh, big eyebrows and a low IQ. Anyway, one day, I got very sick with scarlet fever, and uh, she stayed by my side. She took good care of me. For the first time, I appreciated her. Here it comes. And the appreciation grew to respect. Respect grew to like. And like grew to love. Boom. A deeper love than I could ever hope for. This is good writing, folks. Right? Whether you, however you feel about arranged marriages, whatever, you, like, however you feel about it. Maybe you don't like him now. What a great way to... Like, explain that point of view to explain that experience in a very short and succinct manner. Right? It's all just about appreciation. Right? You do so, like, it's like love languages. It's, 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 I don't know. To me, it's very, it, like, it rings true. It speaks to me. You appreciate someone, and after you appreciate them enough, you start to respect them. And if you respect them enough, you start to like them. I think that's just the way it goes, you know? You go on any first date, and you try to, you know, uh, uh, you know, like, oh, you, you're, you listen, you buy them dinner, you laugh at their jokes, you tell them jokes. They appreciate that about you, right? And that's first date. Second date, maybe you go out of your way to do some more flavors, you know, you, 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 you open up about yourself and you tell them about you, and then they start to respect you. And then after that, you go on more dates, you do fun activities, you share some experiences, it becomes like... And then it becomes love. Like, that was great. That's one of my favorite scenes. It's like one of the, they don't do that enough, right? Whenever parents give each other, like, give, give advice to their kids in movies, it's always, like, boring stuff. But, like, no, man, that dude, that dude's got a little nugget of wisdom. And, and, and I'm glad that they included that in the final product. I think that was great. And again, and I don't know how you feel about it, but like I'm just rooting for Massimo. Like, yeah, she hasn't really given that guy a fair shot. Just be open to him because he hasn't done anything wrong so far. What has he done wrong besides? I don't know. Do more chin-ups than than uh, uh, like okay. Massimo has done nothing wrong. That's the whole thing. That's what I'm trying to build to. That's my thesis. Massimo's done nothing wrong. Uh, meanwhile, Steve uh, Edison here, he's done a lot of things wrong. So why, I don't know why she's like going for him. He's like the bad boy or whatever. Um, but yeah, like <laughs> this whole thing is just going to turn to the, I'm rooting for Massimo, man. I'm, I'm rooting for that guy. I always pictured a small wedding myself. Close friends and family. And then here comes, um, beach somewhere, cool to me, one of the funniest parts of this movie, like one of the 
most memorable moments. And we're going to take a break after this scene, okay? After, uh, we all know what's going to happen <laughs> if you see the trailer. We'll take a break. But check out this dude. He's masculine. He's, uh, he's the protector. It's a very he's weird. I agree. He's a very weird. Um, it's a very weird thing to include in a uh, wedding. But also, right? That's a pretty sturdy statue. It's probably made of stone, right? So they they knocked him down. It looks like he fell on his elbow. But lucky the arms didn't fall off. But how did the the the, the penis fall off? How did that happen? Because look at where the penis is and look at where he fell, right? There's no way that would have fallen off. Oh, of course, crazy good. Yes, of course. Why didn't I bring crazy glue? Casey's pecker. And of course, she's always right. He's got crazy glue. Boom. Hanging right there. Put that bad boy back on there. He's on. I got it. Oh, shit. Steve's stuck. <laughs> Steve's glued to his pecker. Hi there. Hi. Hi there. Sir, uh, touching the statues isn't permitted. Right. Yes, sir. <laughs> You know what, you're right, it's limestone, it's not granite. We had a bank going on what he was made out of, she won't. Yeah. Sir? Yeah. Your hand, sir? <laughs> I didn't know super glue yeah. uh, dried that quickly. There it is. Boom. <laughs> limestone. All right, get ready to take a pause, all right? Uh, bigger, huh? It's going to stop real right quick. All right, right there, boom. We'll go ahead and take that pause. Uh, okay, so... Um, uh wow <laughs> all right we'll go ahead and, and take our break and uh, when we get back we're going to recap the first half of the wedding planner and uh we'll finish the second half all right see you in a moment all right i'm back i've had a second to calm down you know grab a, a drink and just really, uh, so I apologize. I apologize for how worked up I was getting in the first half. Um, let's just go ahead and recap the first half. So uh, this is the wedding planner. Our titular character is Mary, played by the uh, incomparable Jennifer Lopez. She's a young girl when we first see her, playing with her Barbie dolls, planning weddings. So it seems to be something that she's always been fond of. Um, Fast forward to the future, she is a very successful wedding planner, a uh, bit type A. She runs everything kind of like it's a you know, big orchestrated production, which is great because her weddings are unmatched. We find out that she's one of the most successful and um, sought after wedding planners in the city. Um, I don't know why she's so obsessed with weddings. They didn't really explain that. Um, other than liking it as a kid, it doesn't seem like she has a strong affinity towards romance or, or romance. She's kind of anti-romantic. She has like this thing where she kind of bets on her clients or bets against them. Like, oh, I bet you they won't last more than two years, right? Oh, if they pick this song or pick this color, they're gonna their 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 wedding's done for. Um, so that's interesting. I just kind of think it out loud. Um, but anyways, uh, her father tells her that, hey, you know, there's this great guy named Massimo. Uh, you remember him? You know, when, when you were kids, you used to meet, you used to hang out when you were um, in Italy. So uh, I want you to marry him. And then she's like, no, I, you know, she's very much a very strong character. She's like, I can find my own man. No, thank you. Uh, uh, later that day, um, she gets her 
uh, shoe stuck in a, a sewer grate. And then for some inexplicable reason, she thinks uh, uh, that she really needs to get this shoe out of the sewer grate. She can't give up these shoes. A dumpster, meanwhile, in some freak accident, is sliding down a hill, uh, getting ready to crash into her. And she will not let it go. Uh, luckily, or rather unluckily, um, uh, Matthew McConaughey, who plays Eddie, was there to save the day. He tackles her um, pretty violently uh, to save her life so that the dumpster doesn't hit her. And in doing so, in, in tackling her, she ends up getting a concussion or something. She passes out. So then he takes her to the hospital where he works to um, save her, to, to, to you know, help nurse her back to health or whatever, let her rest. I don't know. I don't really know what he did. He didn't really do anything. I guess he just observed her to make sure she didn't have a, 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 a severe head injury. Anyways, uh, they go on a date afterwards, uh, after that made me cute, and they go see a movie at the um, park, some public um, screening, and uh, they start to dance, and it's looking real nice, and it's the movie, and the music, and the stars, and then they're about to kiss when it starts to rain, uh, and it kind of ruins, spoils the moment, as it were. Anyways, this gets Mary all in a in a tizzy. She's very just like, oh my gosh, and she's so giggly. So then her client Fran is like, what's going on? What's the deal? And then um, I forgot to mention that she has this really big account. Count the the Donnelly family. I don't know who they are. Just some big blue blood family. Um, and Fran is the the woman uh, that's going to be getting married. Uh, they end up meeting or going to some dancing lesson, and then uh, she's introduced to Fran's fiance, who is dun dun dun. Eddie from earlier. So it turns out that Eddie cheated on Fran or was about to cheat on Fran with J-Lo. Uh, and then after that, it kind of just devolves. It's kind of like this, this, this fun, will they, won't they dynamic. There's really not much that has advanced here. Just a lot of her like, oh, like, should I continue with this job? Uh, I don't know. And then McConaughey's a lot of it's just like, oh, you know, uh, I'm in this tough pickle, but you know what? Uh, I think I love my wife. I'm going to move forward with this. I'm not going to let something like this ruin our, you know, nice long relationship. And then right before we took our break, they're looking at statues. Uh, somehow the penis off of a statue falls off in the most weird way possible. Fell on his elbow, but his penis fell off, which is weird. Um, uh, so then uh, Matthew McConaughey tries to glue the statue back on uh he accidentally glues his hand to the penis and he broke the penis off again and here we are he's got a stone penis in his hand that's where we got uh uh in the wedding planner and i just want to apologize again for getting so worked up i think i kind of figured out what's going on with me uh again i mentioned this like i kind of relate to um mary's character i i myself am very controlled very type a very walled off and i guess in the past i've let a lot of massimos go in pursuit of the uh steves of the world the the eddies so i'm getting worked up i think just because i'm trying to like tell myself like hey don't brush off massimo don't go chasing an unhealthy thing like steve 
uh, you know, just go for the safe thing. Just be happy. So I'm sorry. It may come up again in the second half. I'll try not to, but that's what it is. And that's what's going on with me. And it's time to resume uh, playback. So um, we are, the timestamp I have is 52, sorry, 59 minutes and 12 seconds. 59, 12. All right. You ready to resume it? Let's go ahead and get it going in five, four, three, two, one, play. All right. Mm -hmm. So who we can see, she's just, I don't know, getting the glue off his hands, getting the, the penis, the rock penis off of his hand. And I guess it's an intimate moment. I'm sorry. No. And they apologized, so. I'm sorry about Napa. I, uh, I didn't mean to call you bitter and cynical. You're not bitter and cynical. That's right. He did kind of insult her. And she kind of insulted him, too. I guess this is flirting. I guess this is chemistry. I don't know. That was, um, that was pretty ugly of me. Yeah, and I was only half serious about the, uh, T.O. Bridesmaid thing. Well, at least I have a 50-50 chance, right? <laughs> You and Fran are gonna be real what does that mean, 50-50 chance? Where do you get that figure from? You guys are doomed. You guys have a 0% chance of working out. Yeah, well, Okay, Eddie. We're not engaged anymore. Really? really? Look how interested he is. Are you okay with that? Don't lie, J-Lo. Yeah. You were never yeah. engaged with him. It was more my dad trying to get us together. What do you mean? Why would he want to do that? We are breaking down some barriers. We are getting getting vulnerable with each other, huh? Really getting in there. <laughs> Fran said to go ahead and go forward with the um, violet chocolate. The chocolate which, one? The chocolate cake. The one that oh, you good. suggested she liked that. Good. So then I'll put in that order today. Yeah. How is Fran? She's, she's good. That's right. Don't forget. You are getting married, and she is your client. Oh, nicely done. <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh -huh. Thank you, Mary. You want to keep it? Sure. <laughs> you can't keep it. It's part of the statue. You have to put it back on the statue that you defaced. You know, I agree with you about the small wedding. Don't do this, J-Lo. Do Don't do this. Not right now. Don't be connecting with eye contact in the sunset and everything. Papa! I don't know where we're at right now. I don't know how we fit on this. I don't know if they admit that they like each other or what. Now it's kind of a weird choice. Where's my father? Oh, he's uh, the, buying the balloons for Bert's birthday party. Well, tell him I was here. Spetto, Spetto White, Maddie. And then uh, I love this part. Here's here's Massimo. Are you mad with me? I love Massimo. Listen yes. to him. I'm here it is. You told my father we were engaged. He tried to measure me for a wedding dress. What is the matter with you? You never listen. True, I true. You got him. We are not going to be together like that. Okay? You got him. What are you doing in my father's house? I am sorry. I will leave you alone. <sighs> No, for now on, I will no longer bother you. For now on, we will be just friends. Oh, 
You think we can be friends just like that? Yeah, I, I want to apologize for any madness I caused you. Is this a trick? No tricks. I'm very serious. <laughs> I just want for us to be buddy buddy. At the end of the day, like, this is just like one big, like, translation problem, right? Uh, I think. He's not exactly. I want to make for you a. Wonderful. Like he 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 his father invited him over here to set him up with a daughter, right? So he I, you know it's a cultural difference. It's a big you know thing. She hates him just because he's a foreigner, just because of his different cultures or different customs. That's all I'm gonna say. Here he is making macaroni and cheese. Yeah, you don't even, at least even have any like hot dogs to chop up. Like, I'm not a I'm, guys. I'm not a culinary like expert. I I I cook about as well as Massimo can, but you know, throw in some cut up hot dogs in there, my guy. I don't remember why. Yeah, Brick fell on it from the kitchen when she was little. Never go back. You still have much history together. We sort of do. But you know, compared to like the boxed salads that she would eat. Like, isn't this nice? She's at the dining table, and it's a home-cooked meal. You look like you have much on your mind. And he's trying to, like, connect with her and listen to her. Everyone keeps, like, talking about how cute Massimo is. So he's kind of like this Italian, uh... uh um, Adonis. I met someone who I thought was... He's not... Did you ever like somebody but the timing was off? Way off? You feel things that you should not be feeling. Oh, that's so sad. Because he, he, that's how he feels about her. You like Marshalls. Aww. Does she not get that? <laughs> oh, Massimo. Just throwing it out there. Okay. I didn't know he was going to just go for it like that, but he went for it and they got, we got it. You need to learn the patience. I mean, love can't always be perfect. Love is just love. When did this guy become such an expert in love? Because he's single too, after all. Your mother was a very wise woman. Not a fan of the way he... <laughs> he eats. He just like shovels it so quickly. Ah, you know, it's just like slow down, my guy. So we get to see like them kind of warm to each other, right? They kind of start to love each other a little bit more. They do so much planning. Like, where's Fran? This guy's not planning the wedding. This guy doesn't care. Fran, like, should be here. We don't need any more statues. Ah, oh, how about this beauty? Interesting. This is called a bleeding heart, the official funeral flower of Tibet. Damn, this lady knows her flowers. <laughs> we'll take some slip my wrist Susans and we'll be ready. How'd you guys meet? Me and Fran? Yeah. Uh, college. She was in one of your classes? No, she was a bookie, actually. Fran was a bookie? Yeah, she was a bookie. She 
single-handedly established this underground gambling ring at UC Berkeley, took bets on every sporting event you could imagine, ran numbers, <laughs> and even hosted a, a Vegas night at a sorority house. You're lying. No, no, that was Fran. Orchids? Does that work? Yeah, orchids. Oh, I see what's going on. So he was explaining how he used to love, like, old Fran. She was a wild child, and she picked me. You know? Bookie day. Um, I love this part. This is a random inclusion. I think they should have hinted at this earlier, but they don't really. But of course, we're going to meet the ex. It's a rom-com. We got to meet the ex uh, in the rom-com. And why would you crawl towards him? <laughs> why would you crawl in his direction? She's trying to avoid him. Look at that baby. Found it. Oh. Hi, how you doing? I'm Steve Addison. Hey, Keith, Richmond. My wife, Wendy. Nice to meet you, Wendy. We're going to learn some more backstory. We're going to see... Uh, we're going to see where Jennifer's trauma comes from. It's really a funny story. See, Keith was my fiancé. And Wendy was his high school girlfriend. And on the night of our rehearsal dinner, I found them making out. Boom, baby. In Love life. never dies. Ooh. I think that covers all the high points. Did I leave anything out? You guys. <laughs> oh, my God. This is perfect. You guys, you guys know that J-Lo and Ben Affleck got back together? Guys, love never dies, okay? So if that dude's going to get back with his whole high school sweetheart, and if Ben Affleck's going to get back together with J-Lo... Call your exes. Hit them up. It's not too late. If there was something there before, it might still be there. Call your exes. God, San Francisco seems so scary. It's so, like, steep, these hills. In a way, Massimo is her ex, right? <laughs> so they should get together. She's so drunk. When did she get drunk? We just need to have a drunk JLo moment. Who is it? Nancy Pong? 2C? Yes. Yes, Nancy, would you buzz us in, please? It's Mary Fiore 7H. You don't know me. We haven't met because I'm a control freak and I don't have time for Boom. It's time for her to change, right? She's like hitting rock bottom and she's like fully aware of her flaws. <laughs> all her salads. She doesn't have sugar even. All of her stuff just comes from the store. Aww. We are, we are home. So she is a romantic. Okay. I forgot about that detail. So she is a romantic. She does dream about weddings. It's just unfortunate that uh, hers doesn't work that well. Thank you. Thank you. Here we go. All right, we're in. I don't know him. I know. He's going to hold the door for 
She has like one beer. Is that like one beer doing it for her? She doesn't seem like she drinks though. You know, I don't drink very much either, but one beer does not get me this. Oh, okay. They have six packs, so she's had like three beers. Okay. I take it back. Man, Jayla's so funny. This is her her stuff. What are you doing? Matthew McConaughey, get out of here. You drop her off. She's asleep. Just go home. She doesn't need you to take care of her. Freaking Steve Edison, man. Get out of here. Unhappy and fat. You put on a couple of pounds. With that, with the um, fireplace and the candles. What are you doing, man? Let the poor woman go to bed. You have a fiance. She threw my bridal shower for me. She even took time to freeze mint leaves and raspberries and ice cubes. That should have tipped me off right there. She was trying too hard. No. <laughs> like, no, no lie. That sounds low-key pretty legit, pretty fire. Putting raspberries and blueberries and ice cubes? Would that, like, infuse it? I feel like that would infuse it, right? As it melts, too. It infuses the ice cubes, and as the ice cubes melts, your, your beverage gets infused. I like that idea. I just wasn't enough. No. Oh, poor J-Lo. No, 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 no. You know, structurally, this stuff would have made much more sense coming in a little bit earlier. You know, again, they should have hinted at it sooner, because we're, we're about to get into the third act here. We're, like, rounding the second act. And you know what? I would have to agree. Like, about a poor man's well, this movie doesn't get very high ratings, but like, this is very necessary backstory. This to have, this actually kind of frames your whole experience, your whole reading of the film. So, yeah, a little, little too little too late for Mary here in this film. And like, yeah, what a dick. He's about to pick, you know, uh, uh, that dude, Keith, picked Wendy over her. And now here you have uh, Eddie, who's about to pick Fran over her too, right? Like, oh, poor, she can only take so much rejection when she is clearly the superior woman. You know what I mean? It must, it must really wreck you to, to have a man pick like some lesser woman over you. I was talking about how J-Lo felt when Ben Affleck married Jennifer Garner. Another Jennifer. A, a, a inferior Jennifer. Two aspirin, a lot of water, sleep, and a beer in the morning. That's the cure. Good night, man.
Oh, is he going to come back? No, we know who's at the door. Oh, it is him. I forgot. What's this fool returning for? He's going to... Yeah? Did you ever think about that night in the park? What are you doing, Steve? I, I barely know you. What are you doing, Steve? I don't know your dad's first name. I don't know if you ever wore braces or, or contacts or glasses. And I have no idea how you came to be a wedding planner, man. That's right, you don't. You don't know anything about her. What are you doing, Steve? But I know the curves of your face. Ugh. Don't do it. It was the best time I've ever had. Oh my gosh. This guy's going to be governor of Texas? Yeah, right. Don't do it, man. You're already going to ruin Fran's life? Don't ruin this woman's life. Please say something. Close the door on him, sweetie. Got a magnet for unavailable men. There you go. You called it. I know it's tough, but you gotta close the door on him. It's simple. He don't deserve you. I know, Fran. Yeah. I respect her. Yeah. And she loves you. Yeah. So, besides your tux measurements, get him. That's what I need to know. Get him. My guy, if you really love her, call off your wedding. Do the right thing. Do it right. Please go away. Yes. Go away, you creep. Good night, Barry. What's it called, right? Uh, it's like reverse Florence Nightingale. You think just because you save her life, she's going to fall in love with you? Get out. Lock the door. Yeah, put the chain yeah, remember how all those different locks you had? Do all the locks. Get them out of the lock. Uh, um, uh, get out. I don't know what I was going to say. Slam the door in his face and Sherry did. The groom is in the military about to receive a medical degree. And the bride is a young widow whose father recently had a sex change operation and now goes by the name Sugar Pie DeSanto. Mary? What? What? What is it? A little tense? No. Just... Terribly, terribly alert. Uh-oh. Fran. I think we're about to enter the third Fran. act here. I think this is the third act. Why? I, I mean, um, The jig is up. Okay? I've discovered something. Tell of Bridget. I've been blind. I, I didn't want to see it. Lay it all out there, Bridget. You got it, girl. You got it. Yeah, we do, Bridget. Explain. It's not what you think. Yes, it is. Yeah, it is. Say it. I can't go through with this wedding. That's right. You can't. Fran, I was in a meeting talking about Boccolino mozzarella, and it hit me that this isn't going to work. Of course it's not. He doesn't love you. I can't stand the way he chews on pen caps or the songs that he sings in the shower. That's right. 
It drives me nuts the way that he hikes up his left pant leg after he's eaten too much. Follow your instincts. Is Eddie going to be the last man that I sleep with ever? Let's hope not. Pete Sampras. I've been with him so long, I, I don't even know why we're together anymore. Uh-oh. And here comes Miss Professional J-Lo. Here comes Career Advancements J-Lo. Here comes, uh, uh, you know, all-star from the first act J-Lo. Look at what she's going to say. She's going to save this wedding. Timeless. Because she's a consummate professional. She's going to be a partner someday. And this is what partners do, baby. They get that, they get that bread however they can. I'm marrying the most incredible mm. woman I've ever met. Look at J-Lo. She's like tearing up. So that tells me that this marriage of yours... Lighter. She's lying to you. ...is not only going to work. Oh, you're such a liar, J-Lo. It's going to last forever. What a pro. Wow, guys. This is early J-Lo. Look at her stretching these acting muscles. You should see her in Hustlers. Uh, if you think her muscles have gotten weaker over the years, no. They've gotten stronger and more solid. Can't get over how good Hustlers is. I'm still talking about it. And I'll continue to talk about it until she makes another movie better than Hustlers. No one denies. Check out Alex Rocco just butchering the lyrics. <laughs> I hope he didn't spit on the cake. Come on, open up your present. How many candles were there on that cake, by the way? This guy's like only turning 27 or something. Salute. I want to thank Salvatore. Look at this guy, Massimo. Kind of stealing the thunder. It's Bert's birthday. It's kind of stealing the thunder, but it's still a really sweet gesture. Because Bert's birthday, let's just be honest, guys. Uh, Mary didn't plan this party, so it's kind of a dud of a party. So let's just be honest. So it's a boring party. He's had a billion birthdays before anyways. But <laughs> look at the, what Massimo does to steal the thunder of this wedding, of this par uh, birthday party. Makes it all about Mary. But hey, who cares? You know? Again, it's, it's, it's exciting. It's eventful. <laughs> Look at that, baby. What is that? I think we missed, we're missing a scene. They must have deleted a scene where they bonded. Like, after the mac and cheese, we needed to have, like, one more scene. A rom-com beat that they must have cut. I know, I say. Because how do you go from mac and cheese and let's be friends to like proposing? So I would ask you this one question. And if your answer is no, then I will leave you alone once and for all. Sweet Massimo did nothing wrong. Be my wife, Mary Fiore. Only guilty of being from Italy. And like this house I built for your dolls, I will make sure you have a strong roof over your head. 
Look at that rock. What does Massimo do for a living? Is he a carpenter? I wish they would have explained just a little bit about his backstory. Is he an athlete? You will make me the happiest man on the earth. Man, this dude's been harboring a long-time crush. He's had a crush on her since they were kids. This is, this is wild. And everybody, right? It's, it's Bert's birthday. And even Bert's like, do it. Make this about you. Take the ring. It doesn't get any better than Massimo. I'm talking to myself right now, by the way. Go for it. To say yes to love. You are worthy. You are worthy of love. Oh, baby. Here we go. Uh, okay. <laughs> baby, okay. Not even Y-E-S. Not even I do, but okay. <laughs> At least she didn't just do K. She's like, K. There you go. Now she's going to plan her own wedding. How embarrassing would it be if, like, for your own we a wedding planners, like, your own wedding is, like, a, a crappy little wedding, right? Like, her wedding better be huge and, like, extravagant. It's her wedding. And there it is. That's the contract. She's going to be a partner. months <laughs> I still can't get over how quickly they uh, how quickly weddings get made or, or planned sign it boss lady you did it this um, montage a little slow pace for where we're at. We're like building up to the climax. They should have picked a more upbeat song and had a bit more quick cuts. That was kind of a drag. But okay, here we are. Day of the wedding, baby. Here's the climax. He's gonna get married, she's gonna get married, and they're just gonna move on. Hopefully, hopefully, hopefully they just do they just do their own respective things. Dang, it's her wedding day. And she's making her wedding day all about him, about uh, the bride. What a pro. Somebody stole my lucky mic. I can't sing without my lucky mic. Oh my gosh, she hid the lucky mic. That's so messed up. But yeah, uh, this whole wedding, look at this. It's great, right? The band and the garden and the tuxedos and the stuffy rich white people. What a nice wedding. Um, so yeah, like, move on. Get to your wedding, you know? She's still here. Bad luck. I Even I know that. First of all, why is his tie undone and his shirt unbuttoned? Second of all, what are you doing here? Hey, what are you doing here? Yeah. I know it's bad luck to see the bride before the wedding. 
Do this the day before the wedding, my guy. Don't wait till the day of. You sucker. Hate Eddie. Uh oh. What does that mean? Come on, let's take a walk. Come on. No, 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 no. What are you talking about? You cannot give the whole wedding to me. Okay. Everything is going to be fine. It's a no-brainer. You can't do this. Jerry's out there. So? Look, the whole commissioner's It's more money than I make in a year. Well, then I guess that means we're going to have to go shopping next week. Dang. I am completely confused. Why are you doing this? She didn't tell anybody about her wedding. She didn't tell anybody about her wedding. She got its own little secret wedding. That's so messed up. She like the disrespect that she shows Massimo is such a bummer. It just really bums me out. Don't even give the guy the dignity of giving his own like setting the wedding the day after. Ugh. Yeah, where is this going, my guy? This should have come up months ago. Are you kidding me? Yeah, are you kidding me? On the day of my wedding. Leaving her at the altar? Why are you gonna I hate this guy. This guy's such a great guy because he's a he's a pediatrician. Screw this guy. We're different people now. And I think you know that. Don't put this on her. How dare you? Just say you don't love her anymore. Why you gotta put it on her? I'll put this cummerbund on right now. We'll walk up that hill and go to the big tent and do it. Look at him. Putting it on her. Yes, I would. Even though he doesn't love her. Look at this. Putting it all on her. You don't know half of them. You and me. Are you ready? Why don't you tell her that you're not ready, you sucker? I hate this guy. Making her break up with you. Pathetic. Pathetic. Hate Steve. And of course she can't go through with it because if she says yes, then she's the guy that forced him into a marriage he didn't want to be in. And if she says no, then she's the one calling off the wedding, not him. Right? She's completely, like, it's a lose-lose situation. This dude's trying to just, like, absolve himself of any responsibility or any guilt. How fucking dare he? Oh, that's a nice city hall. Fancy. Black and gold. But yeah, here she is at her... Uh, uh, wedding. Her city hall wedding. Courtroom style. Or courthouse style. She's beautiful dress, great hat, kind of a sad hat. It's like a type of hat that like widows wear at a funeral, right? With the tiny little veil. But whatever, she's the wedding planner. She's planned her wedding since she was a little girl, and this is what she comes up with. I don't believe it. She's such a disrespectful, so such a disres the the the, <laughs> the disrespect to Massimo. Can't get over it. 
that's the beauty of it. Whatever we want. I haven't thought about what I really want in so long. Me neither. I would just, I would love an alternate ending where uh, she just gets absolutely railed by Massimo. <laughs> I'm sorry. But like, yeah, like, you know, she mentioned earlier that she's hot. She's obviously not ready to get married, right? All she wants to do is just be, have fun, be young and single. Massimo's just here in America, she's trying to get that green card. Let them get together. I think that all the blood's rushing to my head and I'm going to faint. I'm gonna kill Mary for leaving me all alone here. Whoa, 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 whoa. I don't know what to do. Penny, 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 take a breath. What are you talking about? I'm talking about your wedding planner leaving me here all alone to go to City Hall and get married. Married? Wait. You mean Mary's getting married? Yeah, just like you're supposed to get married. Married. I hate that they make this such a big romantic gesture when it's not. This guy's uh, uh, going to single-handedly destroy two weddings in one like, hour. Who even knows how quickly he gets there, right? It's like, anyways. Here it is. Not even like in their backyard or something, you know, not even like on the steps of the city hall. They got to do it in like that judge's office. Uh, come on, come. Hey, it's the cab driver from earlier. Gathered together in the presence of these witnesses. Look at Bossimo, look how happy he is. This man this look at that jawline on, on Alex Karev. This contract is not to be taken lightly, but thoughtfully and seriously. With a deep realization of its obligations and responsibilities. Such a sterile ceremony. I love this moment. <laughs> Look at this. Nobody wants this to happen. Poor Massimo. Everybody's disrespecting Massimo. Bert's especially mad because he uh, ruined his birthday. But like, even the dad, even the dad speaks up. <clears throat> this was all his idea in the first place. Oh, hell, I object too. Like, and does she really want to or not? Like, uh, make up your mind. Does J-Lo want to marry him or not? Does the dad want to marry him? Like, like why is this even happening? Marrying someone uh, against their will. It's terrible. So lucky to have a father like you. But you're right. Love isn't like some enchanted evening. Mm. 
isn't a fairy tale or even love at first sight. So sad. That isn't real life. How old is J-Lo? Like, she's got some time to get married. How dare you? Um, so in this movie... Oh, she's like the same age as uh, uh, Matthew McConaughey. She's like 31, 32 years old in this movie. I'm 31, 32 years old. Are you telling me that I gotta get married? Come on, there's time. Please tell me there's time. But anyways, marry Massimo. That's what I'm trying to say. Should have married Massimo. Fran and I did not get married. All right. I've been having a lot to get. You didn't get married. I am not the one. You are the one still. Poor Massimo did nothing wrong. She's not married. She does not love me. She loves. She loves you still. For no logical reason. I got in the way of marriage. Well, who the hell are you? I'm Steve. Steve. He's the one. He's I'm the, the doctor. One. I'm, in, I'm in love wait with Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I love this. He's going to sum it up. Check it out. You love her and she loves you and neither of you got married today? Yes. That's what I'm saying. Then what the hell are you standing around talking to us? I don't know. Where I where love that. Guys, that's the climax, right? And here he is just like summarizing the whole movie for us, right? You love her, she loves you, and none of you got married today? <laughs> like, something all up, baby. Now here's the the real third uh, uh, third act's uh, romantic gesture, right? Massimo, what a great guy. Massimo, on his moped, on his Vespa, delivering him to... to uh, J-Lo, right? What a good guy Massimo is. True romantic. But also, why do they need to do this? She's not going anywhere. Like, he could have showed up late. <laughs> it's late anyways. Looks like it's already, like, nighttime. Yeah, you, you tell him, Massimo. Yeah, like, what was the urgency here? She wasn't going anywhere. Uh, hello? <laughs> no, Massimo, you gotta go. You gotta go, rail Fran. And then look, his dumb, stupid advice got to her, and now she's throwing away perfectly good M and M's for no reason. Why are you only eating the brown ones? Oh, I guess this is sweet. <laughs> I guess this is a nice happy ending. Someone once said that they had less artificial coloring because chocolate's already brown. Whoever told you that's the dumbest person I've ever met in my life. Especially because they tried to sound smart. <laughs> oh, brother. You kind of stayed with me. Oh, brother. Oh. Oh, jeez. Where's Fran? She's in Tahiti. On our honeymoon. Getting railed by Massimo. <laughs> because 
she needs to find her own life. And I... You what? What does Steve want? I want to dance. This guy can't even say it after all this time. He can't even say, I, love, I want you. He just wants to dance. Fuck this guy, man. I hate Eddie. All right, all right. Get your kiss. Fall in love. Let's do it. Let's get that smooch. You both called off your weddings for this, so it better be a good kiss. Oh, touchdown. Okay. And you know, even though I'm shitting on it, this is a really good ending. This is very satisfying. This really uh, all came together. And then uh, <laughs> this super cheesy script uh, writing of the end. So old-fashioned. All right. Well, that was The Wedding Planner, everybody. And to take us off from the credits, we got that hot J-Lo hit, Love Don't Cost a Thing. Think you gotta keep me? Yes, you don't. Keep you gonna send your cash? I won't. Even if you were... I'm just kidding. All right. Okay, so, guys, uh, this was The Wedding Planner. Um... Uh, one of my favorites. Maybe you can just hear it in my voice. Like, I'm getting worked up. I know. I know I get worked up on rom-coms I love the most. But uh, I love this movie, sincerely. And I'm glad we had a chance to watch it together. Uh, okay, so while um, J-Lo sings us out, let's go over some of the things about this movie. Um, I mentioned earlier, this was the first rom-com role for J-Lo. Also the first rom-com role for... Uh, Matthew McConaughey uh, so lucky so blessed that they did do this because we, you know, we saw that they would both go on to make a lot of really great rom-coms right J-Lo making all those J-Lo movies uh, Matthew McConaughey moving on to do How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days uh, Failure to Launch uh, 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 Girls to Ghost Girls to Girlfriends Past right so yeah yeah like um, this is like um, I'm trying to think of an example. It's kind of like you know how you have those Netflix rom-coms, and you have like Noah Centineo and um, Lauren Conrad, and it's like that one rom-com kind of launched their careers. It's like the same thing. This movie, this rom-com, launched a bunch of different careers, such so like uh, to all the boys I loved did. Okay, um, uh, uh, we almost didn't get this movie and they didn't get this pairing. How sad would that have been? Because originally this was set to have Jennifer Love Hewitt and Brendan Fraser, which I don't think would have worked. And then uh, it was also going to be Sarah Michelle Gellar and Freddie Prince Jr., real-life couple, which I think would have worked. Uh, but, you know, that's a version of a movie we'll never get to see. Uh, but in any case, we got J-Lo and 
Matthew McConaughey, which is great. Like, chill. I'm glad we got that pairing. Um, as far as how this movie did, so I, I kind of talked about it earlier. Uh, actually, before we get there, talk about the, the filmmakers of this. Um, the director was Adam Shankman, who I think is like more of a choreographer than a director, or that's maybe where his background is. Uh, maybe that explains why he has so many dancing scenes in this movie. Uh, but he, this is the first. This was his directorial debut. debut. He went on to make a lot of bangers, though. So even though this is his first movie, this guy went on to make A Walk to Remember, which is uh, a movie that'll guarantee to make you cry. Bringing Down the House, which is a rom-com I'm kind of considering uh, doing now. Uh, he did Hairspray, the musical. Uh, Bedtime Stories. And then the latest What Men Want. The remake of What Women Want. And he's going to be directing Disenchanted. So anyways, like, don't sleep on Adam Shankman. This guy's got a, a pretty prolific career. So that's who we have as director. Did a great job. As far as the writer go, the writer, writers, it was a writing duo. Michael Ellis and uh, Pamela Falk. This was the first movie they wrote. And then they went on to uh, write another a movie called The Invisible Sign that I've never seen. So, yeah. Um, oh, Jessica Alba's in it? That's crazy. Maybe I should check it out. But anyways, uh, yeah, kind of one-time screenwriters. And we can kind of see why. Like, to be honest, there's some structural issues with this movie. I totally get it. But it was still fun nonetheless. Now, as far as how well this movie did, uh, budget was $35 million, which I guess, you know, to film in San Francisco and they, they filmed a lot of exteriors in public so yay $35 million I'll, I'll understand that horse riding scenes right there's a couple of, of big bits, big pieces there um, but it paid off because this movie ended up making $60 million domestic and 94 worldwide so almost breaking that uh, almost breaking that $100 million marker so really successful um Box office wise, as a rom com. The ratings, though, it was not as favorable. The Rotten Tomato score for this was 17%, which I think is a little harsh. I think it's it's definitely not that bad. Audience score is uh, 59%, which I think maybe might be a little bit more accurate. It's definitely like a middling movie. But it seems that most people that didn't like this movie uh, attributed it to the fact that it was a little bit cliched and it was too similar to um, what's it called? Uh, uh, my best friend's wedding, you know, and I guess it didn't seem like an original story at the time. A lot of people, I guess, maybe they just didn't believe in JLo as an actress, but uh, they're wrong. That's all I got. You know, 100%, they're all wrong about that. So, don't know why this movie's rated so low. Who cares? It's great. Um, but yeah, uh, is there anything else to say about Ram about uh, the wedding planner? You know, just apart from just being a movie that I can just watch anytime, day or night, on in the background, or I can focus on it. I love it, you know, and this was like peak J-Lo. Um, I should mention that she got, a Raz she got nominated for a Razzie for Best Actress, but fuck that noise. She's a great actress. Um, I think she did a good job acting here, too. I don't know why everybody hates it.
bunch of haters. Uh, all right, so uh, that's going to do it for the wedding planner, but we're not done yet because we have to talk about next week's episode. Next week's episode, another wedding-themed rom-com. This is going to be 27 Dresses, all right? We're going to keep that wedding theme going strong. So um, if you haven't seen it yet, you should definitely check out 27 Dresses, but to convince you, here is the trailer. Is that you? Yep. I never love no You look so beautiful. You really think so? Always one foot on the ground. Mm, delightful. And by protecting my heart, truly. I it's a bride. Lost. Okay, everybody ready? Ugh. Here we go. Do you know your name? Jane. I'm Kevin. Don't you think it's a whole lot of ritual for something that's got about a 50-50 shot of making it out of the gate? Oh, how refreshing, a man who doesn't believe in marriage. Jane was good at taking care of everyone. You've been a bridesmaid 27 times. What do you do besides work and help people get married? But she never took care of herself. Did you put that breakfast burrito on my desk? I just thought you might be hungry. That's why I love you. I love you too. Oh, yeah, I needed that. From the screenwriter of The Devil Wears Prada. He asks if you want a drink, you smile. And then there's some flirting, some interrupted sex, accidental pregnancy, a shotgun wedding, and a life of bliss. Go over there and tell them how you feel. Now, now, go! George, this is my sister Tess. Tess, this is my George. No, I didn't mean that. You want to get a drink? Absolutely. Congratulations. Now, 27 dresses. Strange as it sounds, I've had some really good times in those dresses. A woman whose entire life... We're getting married in three weeks! Three weeks? ...is making other people happy. You'd rather focus on other people's Kodak moments than make memories of your own. ...is about to discover how to do the same for herself. You can start over, and you can do what you want. What do you want, Jane? Knocked Up's Katherine Heigl, James Marsden. This whole cynical thing is just so you can see mysterious and sexy. Do you say sexy? 27 dresses. Must be so hard to watch your younger sister get married before you. Yes. That I still get to have hot hate sex with random strangers, and I feel so much better. Okay, I've never seen that trailer before. I don't think that trailer does this movie justice. It's a really good movie. Um... Uh, that's like just it's so zany it's like that's the thing about this movie it's so zany I feel like they didn't really touch upon the zaniness of it but anyways um, definitely check it out that's on HBO Max 27 Dresses please watch it it's a classic um, and yeah uh, so I think that's gonna go ahead and do it for the, this week's episode I appreciate you all watching The Wedding Planner with me can't wait to watch 27 Dresses with you don't forget to check me out on um, Twitter at RomCompanionPod and give me some recommendations, because after wedding season, I don't know what kind of rom-coms we're going to do next. So open to suggestions. Um, all right. Well, um, it's been a pleasure. Glad we got a chance to watch this uh, movie together. And I'll see you in the next episode. Bye.